That's great. If you're listening to this podcast, go uh, go check out the intro to this uh, the video part. Aaron made an amazing. It's uh, looping. Stop. Oh. Aaron made an amazing uh, annihilation. Uh, well, totally. t- tell him the German that idea, Aaron. Uh, well, <laughs> when we got when we were getting in the car out of the theater, uh, Ben and I were chatting about it, and he said. So when they were doing the mirroring scene, what came to mind? <laughs> like, and I said, I bet it's the same thing that came to mind you go, with you. You go, you go say, I go, duck soup, right? Yep. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we laugh. Oh, we have little <laughs> <You> laugh. humor. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the Spork of Moodness podcast. Hey, or, nice. Wait, sorry. It's been so long since we've actually sat here and done a podcast it's like, like what, this. Two, three weeks? <laughs> yeah. It's been like stuff. a month since we've done this format. Um, this is Spark of Madness Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Ben. How you doing? That's Aaron mm-hmm. at the controls. And we actually have a special guest. He was on shoot, I forget the podcast. Uh you'll have to remind us of the movie, but Wesley Roth. Hey Wesley. Hey, it was a uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Or, oh, that's uh, right. You know. Cloverfield. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. You're a total failure. We tried to forget fun. about that. I tried. Well, uh, <laughs> is Wesley is there he is. Oh, okay. There's Aren't he isn't he lovely? I was getting everything ready. Isn't he lovely? So Wesley, uh Wesley's actually um I would say the main reason we're even doing this podcast on the show cuz I remember Right after the movie came out, he reached out and was like, "Hey, have you seen Annihilation yet?" Uh, mm. And, and Matt, what did you and, think, Wesley? Like, you felt pretty strongly we needed to do this movie. Yeah, I did. I, I, uh, I don't know. We don't get a lot of films like this, honestly. Um, no, it we was don't. Refreshing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but what's your face, Ben? I'm laughing at you. Oh, yeah. Me, yeah. Like when Wesley says that we don't get a lot of film, films like this. Like this. Uh, this, this is going to be a really be good a little, pod. Yeah. So, <laughs> and this is also kind of int- not just from the film, but also we usually do new movies a little bit more immediately after their release. Wait, when did this, this come is, out? Uh, February nineteenth, I think. Yeah, this oh. came out a long time ago. So we waited on this. We this saw it in the movies eight. last few uh, theaters that actually still had it. So yeah. hopefully a lot of people, uh, I see a couple of people are no following along. the theater we were in was empty. Well, I, here's an interesting fact. I went and watched the Red Letter Media guys right after. I didn't know that this was only in theaters here and everywhere else it's, it was on Netflix. They released it only on Netflix. Mm-hmm. What? Why yeah. did we go to theaters Is that then? True? It's not on no, Netflix in the United States. You can't watch it on Netflix here. Oh. It's not Netflix everywhere else. I get it. Oh. Yeah. So you're telling me I had to pay $10 to go see this movie. Oh. And that was weird. When we when we bought the tickets, it was exactly $10. Yeah. There was no tax. No, it no was. tax. Yeah. But it, but it, but but then it started like duplicating. <laughs> by the end of the time, by the end of our stint at the theater, we'd paid a hundred bucks. Yeah. And for some reason, I left, and I had this big figure eight tattoo mm-hmm. on my arm, and the really money weird. had turned brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, we had, and my we had, mouth tasted like soap. It, 
<laughs> and we went, and we, the, the guy next to us turned to worms. And we, <laughs> so we, 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 had, we had some good night crawlers. I thought I, I thought I heard you call when you went to the bathroom and you came back. I thought I heard you calling for me and I turned around and this guy just attacked me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those jokes he knew <laughs> was you doing the Vincent Price voice, but it was kind of muffled. Hello, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Have you heard about the Pacers? <laughs> Help me, Matt. All right, we're off the rails already. Uh, so we're gonna we're doing Annihilation, um, and this is an Alex Garland movie. Uh, he did most i think most recently ex machina right which i haven't yeah. seen i've heard it's amazing i want to see that have you it's seen very, it wesley i have yeah. Yeah, robots right probably my favorite movie of 2015 okay so i've heard it and that has oscar isaac in it too yes and uh alicia vikander who's in tomb raider now and yeah. uh donald gleason from star wars um I, other things you mean oscar isaac's from star wars too yeah Yes. Right. Yeah. Apocalypse um, now. I know the only the movies I've seen that Alex Garland has done. I've seen Sunshine, and I think he did the Dread. Did remake, he actually oh. directed that as well? And I loved Dread that. And good. I love Sunshine too. That was one of those movies or remakes where I'm like, is this better than the original? I can't tell. <laughs> They're both really good. <laughs> They're different. Yeah. Um, different. Which is good. And this yeah. movie is based off of a book that he adapted uh, in a lot of ways. I don't know. I, I did very bare bones research about uh, that process. And I don't know how much he actually, how faithful to the book it was. I'll bet you it not was very, a 2001 very, sort of adaptation. Okay. Mm. Um, but well, before we right get here. into it, have you read the book? Uh, oh, you have the book. He's showing it right here. <laughs> Look at that. Have you read it? I, okay. Uh, I started it. Um, I read the first page. I feel like I got a good yeah. read. Good read. Good yeah. Well, no, I mean I started. It says Annihilation and the author's name on the end, so I started. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Learned uh, something uh, today. It's a. Uh, it's 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 very. It's hard to describe. Uh, actually, Alex Garland said that he wrote the screenplay based on his memory of the book from like mm. ten or fifteen years ago. I guess. That's it almost a good like way to do things. Yeah, hmm. and so he he had his idea of what he thought the book was about, and he wrote that, oh. which leads is, to a good adaptation. Like it's not yeah. going to be the same. Yeah, mm. that's, that's interesting. What I think they should be. Yeah. Um, well, so given that this movie came out a year ago, given that it's different from the book, if you've or a year ago, a month ago, mm-hmm. um, and given that it's different from the book, um, let's kind of, for the sake of our audience uh, who may be listening or watching. Um, maybe, kind of recap not. what happened in the movie. Who wants to take a shot at it? Wesley, why don't you do it? Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, well, top-line narrative. I'd say this movie is about uh, a group of women who have all suffered um, in some way in their life. Um, most, Mostly our, our you know, main protagonist, played by Natalie Portman, uh, Lena, who is a doctor at uh, John Hopkins. And she has a husband, played by Oscar Isaac, who uh, is on some sort of secret mission. Uh, he, they are both former military. Or he's current military. She's former military. And she goes to find out, basically, um, where his mission has taken him. Um, and it leads her to a place in Florida, or on the border of Florida and Louisiana, um, where a new 
branch of government, not branch of government, I guess, branch of military called Southern Reach has set up a camp. Um, Area X? Area was X that what it's called? Area camp. X? Yeah. Is the name of the camp. And that is, you have to shoot off screen to reload. Somebody yeah. really worked on that title, by the way. Yeah. Unobtainium uh, X. Unobtainium <laughs> X, exactly. Uh, Charles Xavier lives there, actually. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's where you get your mutant powers. I call uh, the show. Literally, in fact. Yeah, you're right. Um, um, but uh, there, it's around a, a, a phenomenon called the Shimmer, which seemingly has resulted from uh, outer space. It's like an ast- asteroid that hit a lighthouse, and, it was, and the shim- it, shimmer's this big bubble that just is ever expanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of a- everything it touches starts like acting weird, mm-hmm. and nobody, anybody that's gone in, nobody's come back except for Oscar Isaac, who's Natalie Portman's husband. It's like the Wonka factory. <laughs> nobody except ever goes people in. People do go in. Nobody ever comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need no ticket to get in this one. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think there's, uh, like, I guess we could kind of recap. Okay, spoiler, everybody, spoiler. The end of the movie, ultimately, is, so everybody, it's sort of, in a, in a lot of ways, the horror, one after one, everybody gets picked off, except for Natalie Portman, who finds the lighthouse, and um, I guess... Meet, does she meet the alien? Lighthouse is the source of the, 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 the okay, so, stuff. So or not. The, the or does very, she ever meet an alien or not? I well, don't think I, so. We don't know what it is. I think it's, it's ambiguous. The mirror what, guy. what it is is that mirror thing. Like, who was that? The was it woman. Was it the other lady that evolved to that? Um, it was evolving to mimic her, to be her. Was Is Oscar Isaacs the same kind of... Is that what Oscar Isaacs' character was, you know, you know too? Yeah. And, um... It's all interesting, and I mean, uh, we don't know. Like, it's very ambiguous, which I like. I like not being, you know, told exactly what it is. It's the opposite of mother. You know, <laughs> everybody get that. We gotta keep dredging that up. Well, I'm saying like, let, let's leave a little bit of ambigu- ambiguity that makes it a little more realistic and maybe not more even realistic, pro- intriguing. Well, intriguing, yeah. but like, but every there's a lot of mysteries, and it's coherent. I think is what you're trying to say. Yeah, because you can leave mystery in a story that doesn't make sense, and you'll be pissed off. That's true. So, yeah. it, it gave us just enough. Well, let's talk about, I think we should discuss what we think that was at the end, since we're already here at that topic. <laughs> just skip right to that. Well, I mean, but, yeah, I guess it's, the that's the visual we actually have already shown. Yeah, so the yeah, very visual end. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. at the very end, what do you think it was? Um, I can start. Yeah, uh, I think it was a metaphor for her. Again, this movie is about self destruction. They 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 spell it out pretty clearly. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was a metaphor, at least in the writing sense, for her to destroy the bad part of herself and start over. Mm. I don't care what it was, alien or not. What's meaningful is that she got to start over. Mm. So that's that's my take. You, Matt. Um. Uh, this kind of gets at a bigger i think aaron's absolutely right from a screenwriting standpoint and what it's supposed to represent um it's literally a mirror of herself that then she destroys to 
sort of like rise from the phoenix and yeah. as she even says at the end of the movie i don't know really what this alien or what it wants but it maybe it's just to create something new and that's it and sort of like mm. just that idea it's the space baby to see something mimicking her in You're this right. really creepy way um but i do think from the literal sense of what was happening in the movie in the context of the movie i think it was a uh um manifestation of this alien thing that's created a it's it was some this was when you guys say that it's coherent and that it all kind of it was uh it doesn't necessarily contradict itself yeah well i guess like i felt like the whole thing from tessa thompson's character about oh it's refracting us and and taking our dna and absorb like i was totally confused by that logic and so i'm just interpreting it as the shimmer absorbs people and produces something out of it and so i just thought that was like they took a piece of her from the blood that yeah pulled out of her eyeball into the big cloudy eye thing and then it produced a it's kind of, you know what it's kind of like vessel that was then just was going to mirror her well you know it's kind of like it's kind of like in prometheus you know, like, this movie like, had stri- I have that in my notes. Strong whiffs of Prometheus, which, but in a better and done in a better way, where it's it's kind of it's kind of like this um, this uh, this is it yeah it's just this mutation this thing that is we don't know like I like it we don't know what it is but obviously it's it's not like like they said cancer I think they said this in the movie where it's it's not it's not Malevolent or malevolent, it just is. You know what I mean? And I think that's what like this thing. It's not an evil thing. It's not it's a like good poo. thing. It's just, it's just something. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah it's interesting. It's like cells. Well, it's that... interesting when, when the asteroid hit. It didn't destroy everything. Just it was like a a, a, a buckshot, like a little heat, <laughs> yeah. like a bottle gun. rocket. Yeah, yeah. It just made a little <laughs> made a hole. hole. It didn't destroy the, the thing. So it's like obviously this is not an asteroid because an asteroid would blow up the whole lighthouse. Um. So I, I think it's interesting. And one thing to know, I liked this when they had the special effects were it's like it wasn't like Avatar where the heavy-handed the world is like ultraviolet or ultraviolet. It was really subtle and like they shot in real places, but it yeah. was real subtle. I liked that. So Wesley, what did you think of the the mirror creature thing? Um, I think you're you're all pretty much dead on uh i think that it's ambiguous enough that you can kind of take your own version of that as well um one of the things that uh i thought about seeing it was that everything in the shimmer was about reflection um and it, like the entire movie while it's about self-destruction it's also about introspection so uh once the four first step up to the shimmer the first thing they see is their own reflection in it and that sort of symbolizes they're going within themselves for the first time. Uh, obviously, all four characters had something that they were dealing with, whether it was Natalie Portman's, uh, Natalie Portman's, Lena's marriage, um, Tessa's, Tessa Thompson's... Infidelitous character. actions. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, like, her self-hatred, which was, to me, really interesting. That's also, I don't know if you noticed this, but the timing of the uh, infidelis- infidelity scenes where they were placed in the film. Yeah, also they were very subtle. pinpointed. Yeah, well, so like, explain, explain that. 
to the audience. Well, she sees herself. She sees her reflection, and then the it cuts away to the first time. You know, it kind of does that shot of her. It goes back to the shot of her looking out the window, and then it shows that it's an affair. And so that's mm-hmm. her first. Like she's looking at herself, and that's the first time we're given the information that she's you know cheating on her husband or mm-hmm. had cheated on her husband. Um, and, it, so, and they needed a black guy so that they know it wasn't like it was real dark <laughs> shit shadows. Yeah. So like you know it wasn't it, it wasn't us, Oscar Isaac. It wasn't yeah. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know that's I know that sounds stupid, but like but like it was it was good it was a good it was a good choice of like, no. It's like being on stage. You don't wear the same color dress. Well, no. I think I I think it's it's I think that's an ama- that's a great call out about this movie, Wesley about how it's kind of about introspection because the, in a lot of things that I read uh, about how people, especially the people who loved this movie, like absolutely loved it is that they saw a lot of from how the movie was visualized um, and this, the certain kinds of, even at times when it felt like that's really weird. Why are they acting like that? Like they saw something in those moments that felt very, um, kind of they could relate to it whether it's about depression or anxiety or having something where you're all caught up in your head like this shimmer world is very much um sort of like and you know alex garland said that this is very much a dream like nightmarish kind of Mm -hmm. world but in a lot of ways it's also like how your brain uh handles what you're talking about um these kind of struggles and each one is kind of damaged in their own ways and how that manifests and like Tessa Thompson's character has the, uh, the scars from when she like was cutting herself. And then at the end it kind of comes full circle and how the plants grow out of her scars and her scars are gone. And like, there's a lot of that. And like also the mirroring, like you don't recognize yourself or you feel like you're going crazy. So a lot of the like mental, Hmm. maybe not mental illness necessarily, but like getting wrapped up in your own thoughts that type of thing is i i can agree that visualization is for sure one of the strongest parts of the movie yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, it's from it's, a concept standpoint for sure go ahead wesley uh, even like to take what you just said a step further what blew me away was a lot of it it took you know a lot of it's going to take time to really like you think about uh, the film and you think about the different scenes and try to put them in context with each other and that's where you start to sort of discover just how well knit it is um and not just necessarily the story itself but the top line narrative to the to the subtext um being that like each what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean well knit like everything that happens within the course of the like the narrative is is a representation of something that's happening in the subtext so um when lena gets cut when she starts to like deal with her with her self like her self-destructive you know behavior like that's visualized through her looking into herself literally like she cuts herself and looks into herself which i Mm, like i was like that's really interesting you know if you're somebody's watching this and you're expecting you know scott like skyline you know you're like oh this is just going to be a great pop popcorn sci-fi flick you're looking like why am i looking at this you know why this is like a a toned down version of a ghost story, um, in a lot of ways. I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, but it, beyond that, like the, uh, the bear, like you guys were, we were talking about the bear, the bear, like I creepy. couldn't, yeah, it was creepy, but I couldn't wrap my head around what it was at first 
and then why they brought in the whole like absorbed consciousness um, uh, aspect. And uh, I talked to a friend who had seen it and he was like, yeah, I don't really know what to think that is. Um, and we hashed it out a little bit and discussed it. And the girl who's, or the woman, uh, I can't remember her name. The, uh, the cop. She lo- she's the one that lost her, uh, her daughter. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so her comment, right yeah, her comment was, I, I lost, I lost who I was. And so she's just been carrying this like an empty shell. And so when she was taken, that bear absorbed <laughs> her, absorbed her, 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 essence which i was like that's awesome <laughs> so yeah so uh, this this kind of gets at both and then they killed the bear yeah <laughs> <laughs> this kind of i i feel kind of weird uh, talking so positively about the full disclosure i'm not the biggest fan of this movie so, uh, there was like, a lot, really interesting. Right, there was a lot of comments during my watching of this i think we need to uh pivot this in my uh dr- my opinion direction that this movie sucked uh but i will say this the as much as i think that the strength of the movie is what we were just talking about and the strength is like the bear absorbing this the woman who feels like she lost herself like that's a that's a great representation of uh and the same goes for tessa thompson's character about how she stopped fighting and stopped trying to understand this world and just is like at peace with it but like all every character except natalie portman actually like they're dead they, (laughs) they die in the movie and so that gets to like the self-destruction narrative that Aaron brought up that's very much a theme throughout the whole movie and how it's kind of pointless. But, like, I feel like it's resonating with people on these different levels that were, like, if you think about it, like, the the whole idea is that self... And the, the part of the interview that Alex Garland that I read, and it comes through in the movie, I think, too, is that being self-destructive is meaningless that it's pointless like that's a direct like it's meaningless to have that mindset even though it's baked into who we are and but like from a story standpoint it's like we yeah you're (laughs) you're gonna do it well it's it's called annihilation yeah so like i guess that's like yeah they're gonna die and their motivations don't make sense from a story standpoint and a character standpoint their motivations are driven by things that you're admitting both in the story and kind of at a high level that don't make sense and so we're just supposed to get on board that like yeah this doesn't make sense and that's self-destructive and that's dumb okay i so we're gonna do it anyway what's yeah but they keep doing it so like what's the takeaway well the takeaway is that that natalie uh portman wasn't she finally became Took control of everything. By doing what, though? But she didn't do anything. Yeah, she, she just kind of got to the end, she, and she, well, she what did. decision did she make? She she looked at herself, like, in the, in that creature, and put it, literally gave it a grenade, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, did, and no, walked but away. She, she, she handled it, she controlled her own life, rather. You know, like, like okay, so, in a, like this in, in the metaphor of being self-destructive, it's like we're our own worst enemy. In life, mm-hmm. you know, we're the ones we get in our own way. If you, but for no, the point in this though is that we get in our own way for no reason. Like there, yeah. we're given no details about but like, why but their marriage fell apart or why she was unhappy or like she just did it. Why do you need uh, that? Well, that's you, yeah, that's that's it's that's the metaphor like that she talks about. The, the very first line in the movie is, "We have no idea why our cells eventually stop aging." Or start aging. They just decide it's time to die, and your body starts slowly killing itself. 
And I uh, guess from my perspective, I think that's an interesting idea. And I think that's why the book is so great. And I think you can add so much around it from a story about characters doing things. And it's just like we just do like in any other narrative art form and storytelling characters just doing something for no reason that is pre- and also presented in this way where it's so what convoluted. Mean, what, do you mean, what do you mean characters doing something for no reason? Have what, you never what read is, Catcher in the Rye? What, I, <laughs> hate, I hate Catcher in the Rye. But like, <laughs> I loved it. But like in, in, in this particular context, what do you mean in the movie like characters doing things for no reason? Like, well, so, so for instance, so why does she, so why does she stay in, I guess, with there's, there's kind of a. I think this is embodied in a conflict that happens at two points in the movie. She asks after talking to the psychiatrist Ventress character, "Why did her husband go like talking to?" And this is where we get all the dialogue about the difference between suicide and self destruction, and mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And she calls out that Oscar Isaac went in because maybe he's he's self destructive too, like we all are. It's baked into us. You should know better than anybody, and so. At that point, it's like here is the motivation for Oscar Isaac's character to go in—that he's just a he, he can't help but be to destroy his own mm-hmm. happiness or destroy yeah. what's going on. Did we then know later he knew about in the, the movie, affair at that point, he later did he did know he about knew the about the affair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's he why he know, did it. We've... Later in the movie, though, he she asks, she brings much later in the movie. Actually, she brings up again, like she challenges, "Why did my husband come in here?" And I, that may just be bad writing. But, like, it just seems like, uh, I don't well, know, like, it, it, everything was delivered well, in such a way yeah. where I didn't, ha- I didn't feel, like, even the four other, or the other characters where we're supposed to understand that they have baggage, it's delivered in, like, this canoe scene where it's just like, oh, here's that thing about every character, and it doesn't really ma- come up in any other way. It felt very underdeveloped. Just like their, their relationship and all those scenes I felt were I felt like the writing across the board what, in terms what, of the dialogue what, what was bad. What would have been better? Like we have flashbacks of everybody. They just focused it on her, right? And, and that's knew, but, that's, and we, the, that's the point. Is I want to give it credit because those characters are just as interesting and and fit and fit just as well to this narrative. But we're focusing on Natalie Portman's character. I know, but, and her story doesn't. Her story to me was not the as, weakest one. Compared. Was by far the weakest. the The scenes they wrote. Do you were want bad. Suicide Squad? I want <laughs> this to be about the environment. What Justice League? It's like oh. every character, like the like half the movie is like that. Yeah, I, I. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. That that was just a big problem I had. So. Well, I, I think I think I think that's a that's a terrible argument. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should mute your mic and go home. All right. <laughs> you need to sleep anyways. Uh, <laughs> look at those bags. Uh, <laughs> um, I so I'll just this is something I'm interested. You guys clear, did you guys find the Natalie Portman Oscar Isaac all of her backstory that beyond just her role in the movie within the shimmer, but all of her backstory as a character, did you feel like that was good? It was all right. Uh, you know, do you, here's what I think. Here, here's here's this movie reminded me of another movie that I think was a, a lot better movie. I don't think this movie. I actually liked this movie. I didn't loathe it like Matt, but uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't think it was the greatest thing since sliced bread, but a movie that's similar to this that actually I think did a better job, which was snubbed really. Was um, Arrival still need to Snubbed. see that? Arrival was a Best Picture nominee. Yeah, but didn't win. They should have won. Hence, <laughs> snubbed. <Boom>. Okay. <laughs> uh, where I agree with her you back, on that. Like it was a similar yes. character that was just 
didn't have any much for live for, but her back, but like there was a cool, this, that was more thought provoking and not spoon fed, but still more information was given at the end. And her back, like we liked her backstory more, you know, you mean, and, and to be honest, story. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and, and a forward, forward story. story. Yeah, this it's is true. Nice. Big circle. But but also, what's interesting was because that was like, what are these? What are these? We don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. But it was it was it was more. I think it was more re- rewarding for an audience member. But 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 also, um, Natalie Portman's a good actor. She's not a great actor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think why I think. Um, uh, Amy Adams. Amy, yeah. Amy Adams is a better actress. Yeah, she's a much better actress. Hmm. But, I think she carried this film fine, though. Yeah, uh, I didn't think she was bad. No, she kind of is what this character is. She's former military and she's a doctor. <laughs> oh. Which I thought... Interesting. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Well, uh, I'll give my two cents on this. Uh, about the plot and the character development... It was all just set dressing for me. It it didn't matter how good the narrative was to me as long as the metaphor hit home. Mm-hmm. And I really could have used less of narrative. Yes, I agree it, with you. As far as the movie goes, I really did not care for the first two-thirds of the movie. Yep. Acts 1 and 2 were a drag. Now, mm. in retrospect, after seeing Act 3, which I loved, it makes Acts 1 and 2 a little better. But I still... There was too much... Um, Getting attacked by creatures, yeah, too much of that wasn't compelling. Well, I was I was waiting for like the the Bayou guy that's half crocodile, half Bayou guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the meat. I was waiting for uh, Paul Paul Rogan or Paul Hogan to come out. Oh. <laughs> He's that's a crocodile. Croc. And this is a croc. It was actually a mix of Paul Hogan and Seth Rogan. Oh. <laughs> that's not a blunt this is a blunt <laughs> he, he tries cutting something Pineapple Express, y'all. <laughs> Yo, this is the blunt he tries cutting sure. something doesn't, it doesn't cut <laughs> that's a really good impression that's really good <laughs> but yeah um, not my favorite movie but when as soon as act 3 came into play I, I, kind of, I, I calmed down a little bit because before that I was just kind of oh you know, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it, at that point, I was like, "Now this is pod racing." Yeah, and I, <laughs> I agree with you. Like the, the, it, and this is something I wrote down. That it felt like the focus and the t- there was a crazy amount of tone shifts leading up like to a that point. Team did the third act. Yeah, and so I feel like, and especially how that reinforced a lot of the kind of psychological stuff. A lot of the, and when we talk about a lot of the themes, and even just the open ended questions you leave with. The third act is where it comes together. Like if they made a movie, if they made that the whole movie, I would probably have a different opinion with the same art direction mm-hmm. and stuff. But instead, they dedicate a lot of time on this on this relationship. And to me, that didn't hit home. They spent a lot of time on the sci-fi element and like the mystery behind what's happening. And then these these there's horror elements that come in that relate to the sci-fi, but it's not so much about this. Uh, like higher higher level theme to it, and so like I just didn't I didn't know where to you think you focus just, my attention. So you think it's kind of like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, and it, or at least it wasn't. So when you say it could have been a little more focused narratively, maybe it's coherent. Like it it goes from this to this to this to this to this. 
like that may make sense, but in terms of the tone and in terms of what it was focusing on, I felt like, is this a sci-fi movie? Is it, and you can blend genres, but in this case it, I don't know, it kind of like did 180s all the way through. I, I, I agree with you there, actually. Maybe not 180s, more like 45s. It's kind of, you know what? It was, it, 63 it was yeah, kind of like, degrees. It was kind of like a bunch of roller coasters combined, you know, steel, inverted, wood. You know, wood. I See, I don't think I agree. I think that there's just some connection left for you to make. Like, uh, that sounds condescending. I don't mean to. Well, but it's like, like I said, after seeing Act 3, Act 1 and 2 made more sense, but still. Yeah. It was nice having you, Wesley. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. see you next time. <laughs> <matter. Short>, uh, <laughs> no, shortest episode ever there. And he's no, gone. Uh, <laughs> or, like, maybe the second time you watch it, like, the thing, you'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, there like, won't be a second time. <laughs> Fair. Well, um, so what? So have you? Did you have you seen it twice, Wesley? Yeah, I've seen it twice. What was? What are some? Because I I'm, I could honestly see that happening. To be fair, yeah. so uh, like, what are some things that you noticed the second time that kind of stood out as like, oh, I didn't notice that. Well, um, there was a, there was a side shot of Natalie Portman's boob. If you could <laughs> really, really side boob. I didn't notice that. I saw it on I, no, I'm just kidding. Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> Analyation. <laughs> I am gen. I am genuinely curious, though. Wait, yeah. Your sorry, answer. I had to make a joke. <laughs> um. Well, now it's been a while, but uh, there are there. Are I don't remember, key... but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some key stuff um, with the conversation between Kane and Lena. There is. Uh, yeah, I noticed some of that, and I, I, I it was nice. Yeah, at the beginning. What, and, uh, and, I failed to draw any connection with the glass of water. What what was up with that? The, uh, it was a mirror, right? It was, it was refraction. The reflection. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I just think when you drink like so soap and water, it just it makes it more like it just it's makes bubbles. Uh, so when he drank it, because he's full he's full of soap, right? And he he, right. he, he, he drank he drank it and like he's like oh so if anybody <laughs> drinks if anybody ever drinks soap your intestines are gonna turn into slithering snakes and your skin and fingerprints are gonna move around like water yes right. yep that's okay. the takeaway uh, don't so drink that's soap. that's why mom told me not to drink soap no no eating tie pods yeah yeah okay uh, but uh no 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 I think I and one of the things that I think you're not I think I keep saying this in the most like assholeish way ever like, hung, up on, hung up on is like how come she like i like this hasn't been your main thing but i think in there there's something about how come she's the one who made it out sort of yeah um and how in come some ways yeah 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 it's, it's just because they, they like they represented their personal demons you know like and one of them was tessa thompson's like you nailed that one which was like her willingness to accept things the way they are and for her, that was like, I'm, I've found something more beautiful here, which I guess is sort of like, that's not really the subtext of it. That was the more literal. And then um, Natalie Portman put, burns it all. <laughs> well, no, she didn't burn it. The creature did. Ah. See, yeah. the creature was just aping her. She gave her the grenade, and it's like, well, I better explode. Yeah, I better be self-destructive. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it wasn't even that. Like, that, was, that was the representation. Is it, it copied her. That, yeah, it, that's what I said. Right, yeah. Well, you know, it, like, hold on. It, what was different about Natalie Portman than Ventress there? Ventress accepted her fate, and she was uh, destroyed, pretty much. Like, she disappeared. Yeah. She had cancer then, anyway. Exactly. But so she accepted her 
her fate, I guess. And and like I'm I'm done. I've I've I got here. That's all I wanted. Um, I want to see the bar of soap at the end. But, but what <laughs> Natalie Portman? The reason Natalie Portman's character was different is because she was the survivor. So that's why it, it turned into her at the end. It's like okay, this is a survivor. This is the one who will burn herself. She will she will destroy herself as she was to continue, which is what her copy you, did. It's like it. You left. could say she had the desire to go on. Right. Yeah. She she was the one who worked through her self destruction because the power of love. Yeah, and so well, yeah. The, significance of the very last shot of her eye is that it it allowed itself it the entire shimmer to be destroyed and so now she is the shimmer so it, right. it moved on it survived okay Which, i mean she we, was the survivor so it replicated her and 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 changed her to live through her which that's more of the like literal I can't um, believe nobody's brought up the the question of well did the creature pull a switcheroo with her is this the real lena no it's it, not right it's, it's it's it, it, it didn't pull switcheroo, but she's no, not it didn't. the same. No, she, she's definitely she's, she's got the tattoo. She's, well, yeah. like the well, she touched the creature, so that's in her too. You mean yeah, yeah, yeah that's and the same eyes. with Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah. what well, I mean is, I I felt like there was easy fodder for oh, is this the real Lena? Yeah. Hmm. So well, alien it's, it's covenant. Not the same. <laughs> it's the same. No, obviously not. I just mean it's 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 still. The base is still there. So my so in if I was and this is something that I think could have been stronger, but I actually felt like the best read of this wasn't so much like thinking about it as maybe not even self destruction. I think that I feel like the the bet maybe not the better movie, but the better kind of outcome was was would be to focus on um and this maybe this is my bias, and like we've brought up a million times, as you guys know on this podcast, how much I care about characters and their motivation. I get so hung up on that stuff. I feel like the better like extrapolation of this movie is the one about using all of this as a metaphor for um, like building a successful relationship, like because it spent so much time on Oscar Isaac and her in this backstory and their faults there. And then what happened that you could see this, like you have to go through this period to then come out transformed in order to be able to like, you have to come out like a different person in order to make it work. Like you can't be so, you well, see you what I mean? Be, like you, you have so to self-destructive. Like, yeah, you're right. It's, you a, see, it's a metaphor well, for like, like bad, like a bad relationship, you know? Like a lot, right. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like if you're self-destructive, it, it you can't be that. with anybody. Yeah, and so it is and exactly that. So I think uh, I don't think that was necessarily. It's sort of like my. I feel like it's my personal take on it. I haven't read like that specifically. Maybe that's like a turn off of what we've been talking about this whole time about like oh that kind of applies, but um, like that idea of how pe how in a in like a romantic relationship how people adapt have to adapt to each other after like from this i feel like that was the strongest part but you know it that wasn't the main yeah hmm. whatever i'm just it was rambling. a it was a vehicle to give that message i think like uh which i looked at an interview with oscar isaac actually the other day where he said for me this movie has nothing to do with an alien it has to do with what happens how do you survive infidelity you know and what is that at its core like if you're happy, why why do people do? Why, why would you do something that not only hurts you but hurts the person you love? And then how do you? What do you have to do to survive that? Like you flash have to grenade. change. Yeah, flash change, grenade. Change yourself. 
Well, um, to me, yeah, I guess to me though that like you're saying why was the more the fall to that? Well, like the fallback though with that kind of thought, like why would people? Why would somebody do that? Why would somebody intentionally be self-destructive? Well, this, but here's the thing: this movie people, is some ba- people. Some people are. Yeah, but this movie is basically just leaving it at ourselves are self-destructive. People are just self-destructive, and it yeah, just stops are. there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, think that's, so. I think I don't that's think what art is. It's an observation, not necessarily a solution. No, I'm not saying it needs to be a solution, but it doesn't really. <laughs> Where's the all... Spielberg happy ending? <laughs> it doesn't even need a happy ending. It's just. Did ET go home or not? It almost feels like an excuse to me. Like it no, feels it, like. But that that is what people are: self-destructive without really needing any reason. Yeah, but like, but yeah, my problem is that. Well, like Natalie Portman's character is lumped in with people who have suffered actual trauma. Like, yeah, but an but, actual but, but pain. different different degrees. There is trauma in relationships. Don't lessen her experience because somebody else yeah, lost a loved people, one or death something. of people. You know, seeing loud. You know, like being suffering a, is suffering. Yeah, I mean, there's different degrees, but it was showing it was showing like her degree of it, where it's like, you know, emotional, like psychological, emotionally, like that's a big thing. It's not. As bad as losing your child, you know, or anything like that, but it, it's still it's, it's a it's an issue that a lot of people struggle with. I think what Matt would have liked is to just have this whole movie be from one of the other characters' perspective. Yeah, and I I don't think that's a bad thing. I I would have wanted the other or, no, I would have wanted it to be an ensemble. Okay. I would have I would have sort of like Sunshine and other movies where it feels like. You're not sure who you're supposed to latch on to. What was yeah. the runtime of this movie? Because that makes it feel like a, um, con- sure. a conceptual, well, yeah. uh, uh, sort of like uh, Alien or whatever. Yeah, uh, well, Alien wasn't. Well, the first one maybe. Second one, not. Yeah, no, no, no. But like feeling like okay, this is our group, and they all kind of fit into the theme, and I see how it works, and I'm not necessarily Predator is kind of there's like not that. a specific yeah. protagonist necessarily. Yeah, I mean Arnold was the hero, but in Predator they do a good job. Everybody of else like, had their moments. They had their moments. Those yeah. guys without telling too much. Because I literally, as you guys remember in the theater, I laughed out loud during the scene yep. where yep. she <laughs> Gina Gina Rodriguez's character is like, oh, obviously they went crazy when like they have video camera footage, and I know like her character is supposed to be going crazy at this point, but like. It's just so ridiculous, and we were given no uh, establishment that this is a psychological thriller movie up to that point yet. Until yeah. I don't know. It, I didn't have a problem I, with that. I, I keep crapping on the movie. You guys should talk about what was so good about it. I no, thought it I stank. I, I think that was just all of those things that don't seem to make sense were just representations of what that person's thing was. You know, like each of them had to. Th- and this was just like amplifying whatever their their deficiencies were like with the guy with the snakes inside not snakes but the snake intestines like to me it uh, the what i took from it was some sort of like symbolism of dishonesty or compulsive liar maybe um and like that's just there to add you know atmosphere sometimes um, a cigar is just a cigar wesley sometimes uh, but not in this. Movie. I, th- I thought they were. Worms. I thought they were real snake and t- like yeah. real like crazy. <laughs> oh, you thought they were worms? I thought they were worms. Oh, I thought it was just. Worms. I guess yeah. I guess it, I thought it they was were too. pink. Yeah, intestines. They were the worms, Jim. But they were alive. Yeah. Like, so so he, he, the, 
Let me. Talk, I just want to talk about one bad thing, though. One bad thing in it that the really bothered me. The only bad thing. <laughs> well, I'm listening. <laughs> Cue Matt. Cue, Cue uh, Waldorf and Stadler. Um, <laughs> it stinked. Muppets. Um, when is it over? No. Um, now, the one bad part um, that didn't make sense, you know, is like you're, you're up in this 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 treehouse essentially this this safe place <laughs> oh i know it why would you st- first of all why would someone be on watch down below which is with a, ter- a light on with a light on terrible watch station two you would be up on on top or maybe a, a, there was a, cu- a guard tower or maybe a couple levels below but not you know like so you had the high ground and stuff two when trouble happens why are you running down to the like there? Like you got to stay up there. Like that's the whole point. You have a you, rifle with a scope. But but yeah, I have, I have a rifle with a scope. But also like it's like high it ground. Yeah, it, you it, can it, see it, it at a distance. It's like, it's like yeah. you'd retreat back. Star there. Wars taught us about the high ground. She's the military. I taught like, you, Natalie that, Portman. That was a safe place to be to, to shoot. You know what I mean? Like just at a pra- like stuff like that that bothered me. At what least about, it wasn't literally like like Star Wars: Last Jedi. What like, about that like video that. camera battery life? Yeah. I explained it to you in the theater. I broke the code of speaking in the theater and said, "Uh, time is nonlinear in the in the shimmer." Mm-hmm. Uh oh, look at that. What is that? Oh, he's he got bought the, the last 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> that's one of the most expensive coffee coasters you can ever buy. <laughs> no, you that's my di- that's place. my diploma. <laughs> so if right. I were gonna if I were gonna make a like you you just brought up a bad thing, if I'm gonna say a gr- a good thing. Yeah, Compliment sandwich. To call the call back something you said earlier. Ben. I just don't like things. The like art. I felt like the visuals and the art direction and the like it's beautiful. Good, it's good. Well, it went on. Using it, like kind of mutation that looked very much st- organic, almost like um, uh, like fungus or rotting stuff that's rotting, but still very colorful and. and but it wasn't yeah. like ultra. Like it wasn't like like. Pandora. Too saturated. It was just, it was enough to make it like, yeah, this is a real place, but it's still, there's something off about it a little bit that Mm -hmm. makes it pretty different. It looks normal at first glance. Yeah. I do have one negative I could share. Please. Uh One negative. I have one negative for this movie, and it's that it wasn't shot on film. It wasn't wasn't shot on film? It was shot on Sony cameras, like Sony prosumer cameras. XHG5 LGBT. FS7. (laughs) Okay. What's wrong with that? I can just it like certain aspects of it. Like there are certain shots. There's one shot in particular that is one of the most horrible shots I've ever seen in any movie ever. Um, not for its framing or anything like that, but it's it's signal. You can see the signals bad. Um, it's the shot where they're walking into the signal. Um, mm. They're walking into the like. Uh, it, I don't know. The only way I can describe it is it has a giant stop sign in it. Um, okay. Uh, Digital is the future, okay. Wesley. You got to catch <laughs> it's not, up. It's not. Yes, it is. What, 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 like, uh, I didn't know it was shot in digital until you said it. You know, the only <laughs> thing that would bother me would be the frame rate if it was a different frame rate. But I think it was twenty four. So I. It was probably. I fine. But uh, it to give it a sense of like, you know, uh, I, I read an article with the uh, cinematographer, and. Yeah, he was like, I wanted to shoot this thing on film so bad, but we only had $45 million. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, yeah, it, but it did a good job. I mean, like, it looked good. Yeah, I, mean, I, I thought it looked all I right. don't think, I, I think, I, I don't, I don't want to know why people poo-poo on digital, like, so much. I just like, don't like it. it happens to be, like, 
digital's good if you know how to deal with it. Yeah, but there's also cameras that are digital that like that are fine. They yeah. like look Some like film to me. Some of them produce beautiful images. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like I would have been super happy if it was shot on like like the Red Series cameras or the RE cameras, but yeah. this was shot on a Sony camera. But Sony's pretty good. Like Sony's yeah, really good. I like Sony, but like this just. Like, and I'm not saying the visuals were bad. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, like, there was an opportunity for it to be great, and I don't think it is. Okay. Mm. Just a little nitpick. The, little I, nitpick. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get that argument with film. It's like, really? like film is just better. Just <laughs> not, not all the time. Like, you're right. I know. I, I've been, I've been in video you know classes I mean? and whatnot. But, like, I'm, I'm saying film is great, but it's like, there's nothing wrong with digital. Like, that, 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 having that mindset about stuff, like, it's like, You'll never evolve. You'll never calling evolve. you out, Wesley. Yeah, I, well, I am calling you out a little bit. I don't. I don't know. I think you're misconstruing what I'm saying. Kind of. He's uh, just. He's. That, he's saying that. that he noticed it something that was better. different. Yeah. You yeah. know what? The the there. I I thought I thought it was just a special effect, but the part with the lighthouse looked really digital to me. Yeah. That was that was the only bad part, but I think that was just a CGI. I really think that was just the the way they made it. It was CGI. supposed to look weird. Yeah, but even they before, did it on purpose. But even before the when the when the asteroid or whatever it was, the comet hit it. It was it was like, eh, that's not real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I felt that way about the like crystal palm tree diamond. Yeah, that palm was the trees. one I was talking I, those about. Those were like in particular. Uh, but everything else was good. Yeah, I thought. I thought the rest was pretty decent. It was a standout it, kind of flop. I do part. think taking away like there's this is for one. I feel like one of the strengths, regardless of how I I feel or others may feel in a negative way about maybe the story or some of the other aspects of it, I feel like there is something to be said about how bold the movie is. That there is so there is a lot in terms of like shocking violence oh God, mixed yeah. in with this other I'd stuff. Turn, I'd turn away when he's as well as just like a lot of open ended like that wasn't totally explained. Like I don't really know. Like it's, Boy, that girl's jaw just got torn off. This doesn't yeah. go <laughs> this doesn't go to the like the brilliance, especially in my opinion, of like a Kubrick movie of of how you interpret it is entirely left to you and like you're just given like it's yeah. a different kind of feel well i, I think that, i think that's what they wanted to do but they i don't think they executed it that said though i think it's worth commending it f that there is a movie like this that it is yeah. so bold that they do have that that this it's is not released. a comic book movie yeah it's not it's not it's like this isn't like mother either where like the boldness is so like ham-fisted like there was no oh, boldness. It smell my farts. No, it, yeah, you're right. It was, like it this is this is a off. different kind of uh, shock and awe kind of. Uh, you're movie. right. And um, what's interesting is like this is you know I I think I talked to you Wesley about this, but I don't care that I don't care who the protagonists are, the people that we root for, or who are cast in the movie. I don't care if they're. Black, white, green, yellow. I like yellow, purple male, girls. Whatever. You know what I mean? I just want some interesting characters. And yeah. I thought, I didn't think anything political in this movie. I thought these are interesting characters. You know I mean? And oh, wait, they're all females, but that doesn't matter because they're good characters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think, a, I think a lot of people think, like, when, when they say, when people transcend, like, that kind of, of thinking of saying, oh, look, the finally an all female. Like, no, 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 I guarantee the majority of people. Who goes to go see a movie? Do not care if it's female or male, black or white. Here, here. You mean? I think it's just like we got to write good characters. And when mm -hmm. people don't like a movie, it's just they don't like the movie. It's bad characters or, or yeah. something they didn't like about the movie. They, they're not. They don't hate 
that's a female in it. Are you covering for me, like, so when people, like, because I didn't like the We're movie. setting up a safety net. Yeah, yes. thank you. Yeah, I yes. appreciate that. Well, it's Remake funny. I, I don't understand. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Dan. And I don't understand how, like, this this doesn't get through to a lot of people. Um, like, if you don't... What was that? I was coughing. Oh, it sounded like a group It didn't of get through to laughing. me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, is <laughs> is an interesting thing that, uh, you know, a movie will come out. That has like a Ghostbusters. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, Ghostbusters, um, A Wrinkle in Time. It, it's if that movie fails, it's because of racism and sexism. No, it's a bad but, movie, right? But it, when a movie like Black Panther succeeds, it's because audiences are ready, and it's like it's it's not it's neither of those things. It's that could it have been to do with good writing and yeah. good casting, it to do with good acting, good characters, and good writing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of the things that's bothered me about this, and I, I was trying to decide whether to bring it up or not, uh, was that Shoot. I've been reading a lot of the backlash against Annihilation. And was like there you, backlash? Yeah. You would think that it would be – or like the, update, the backlash that would get news is that people are like, I don't like movies with ladies telling men what to do or rescuing men or whatever. You know? Yeah. I want to see wieners on screen. Their ponytails are getting away. I shared with men <laughs> Uh, uh, an entire excerpt from a review uh, from Slash Film. I'm calling you out, Slash Film. Yeah. Uh, saying that this movie was anti-feminist. What? Uh, because what? it represents women as having flaws. <laughs> it's like women don't yeah, even talking have about? flaws on screen. Yeah, I was like, How about you? this? Hey, it, people watching Slash Film, uh, what is we Slash? got a podcast. <laughs> what is Slash Film? I don't even know what this is. They're actually it's they're pretty big, big, actually. Big, yeah. big film review and film news. Are you, are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Every That's character, every character in every story has a freaking flaw. Except and you know what makes Ray. a character interesting is their flaws and the relatability to be a human being. Damn it! You know what I mean? Like, why do you think Superman is not as popular as Spider Man? Because Spider Man has flaws and he has to deal with day to day crap. You know. Keep ranting. I'm gonna zoom in on you. Yeah. Here it goes. I can't zoom. You can't zoom. All right, <laughs> but but I'm saying like like that's frustrating. I can only. That's zoom frustrating. On that and you know what makes things beautiful? Flaws. Like this movie. The whole theme of the movie is about flaws. And like, look, this cancer is. Staying. I wanted more flaws. Yeah. Well, even more. Like to push it even further. More flaws than the films they or the the, the yeah. cameras they used. Yeah. No. I. I mean, but, but, but like but like but like it's like it's like, like that, that's that, that's my problem with Star Wars. It's like what her name doesn't have any flaws. Like, Luke had flaws. Everybody has flaws. You know what I mean? And the more flaw you have in the hero, the better. The more flaws you have any characters, it's interesting. Thank you. And, and remake Dragonheart, damn it. Remake Dragonheart! All right. I can go on. Yeah. No, that's good. And, and it's, it's interesting. Like, you, cut, you cut to Independence Day, like, speech. Today, we celebrate our flaws. That's funny. It's funny. I, my visual on that was... Uh, Charlie Chaplin and the Dictator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't it's have a, that clip ready. Sorry. Oh well, you are not a true film fan. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's funny because that's it's it's uh, that it's weird that we live in that world where like that's the same reason Josh Whedon got kicked from Bad Girls because the studio didn't like that he was trying to make her a complex character. <laughs> They're like, oh no, she doesn't need to have gone through trauma to be Batgirl. I was like, okay, because normal people dress up like animals. Because Batman and... didn't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, but that's a problem. That's a problem with like, and that's why and that's why people don't like movies. 
Yeah, it's because it of that. That's why people don't like. That's what people mean by they don't like. You know, the politically correct culture we live in. It's not. You know, like I'm tired of seeing women on TV. Like no, no man cares. has ever said that. You know? No, no. Well, I mean, there, there has to be few. One. I mean, like, yeah, there's probably a few. But it, but it's, it's it's real. Like like Alien is a great movie. You know, mm-hmm. every horror movie is a great movie because they have. Females that have flaws and have to survive, and you know that's impairment. Like majority of horror movies are all females versus the the evil. You know, well, yeah, it's yeah. It, I mean, it cares. so much of like just everything with movies, and I, we talk about this a lot with movies and uh, the binary nature of Rotten Tomatoes and just movie reviews Ugh, in general. That you're either for it or against it. There's zero in between, and yeah. just everything becomes. It not and not just for movies like a group think and very uh, tribe oriented. Like I hated that. I'm on the side that hated that thing, or I'm the on the side that liked that thing. Um, and so you kind of default to a lot of people default to those mindsets. It's a bad so, movie. Put yeah. it down, Wesley. If it's uh, a <laughs> if uh, <laughs> one thing I like about this podcast about okay. this podcast is that we talk about. I don't. I don't know. Maybe we we fall back on our biases sometimes, but we have ultimately to. it's, it's what we do. we're talking about the we're actually talking about what we liked and didn't like and are pretty specific about it. We talk for fifty seven minutes. There's now. a part. Mm-hmm. There are so. parts of this movie that I love. Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie. It just it just it, like I'm with I'm with you where it's like it needed a little bit more focus. So overall, uh, you. You three guys, I think let's my rate, my opinion. It. Let's rate it like one out of ten. One out of ten. I, yeah. yeah, I think that's a little bit better than would you recommend it? Because even oh, I, I think I would recommend you see it just for the sake that it yeah. is a very bold. I would as well. Different movie. Um, something different. I would rate the movie six out of ten. Okay. Hmm. That's pretty. That's actually pretty generous. Yeah, actually, yeah. Thinking about some of the 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 fact that it had thinking, like lasting power to think about it outside the theater. The fact that it made you think. Yeah, there you go. And you had a lot of good things to say about it. Actually, I did. I did. Yeah. Ben, Mm. I might give it a six point five. Close to seven, six point five. Okay, that's fair. I was gonna give it a six, but Matt, Matt said I the upped yours. Yeah, we're the same color dress. Well, I'm saying like because I, I liked it better than you did. You did. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, and I think it's because I'm. It's refreshing. There was something different. I don't. Um, I kind of want to read a review on it or something. I want. I always want to know more, which is good. But I like. I, I like. Um, I like a little more explanation too on some places, but you know. I'm with you where it's kind of not focused a little bit. But, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I recommend it, you know, just to see something different. If you don't like body horror, then I don't recommend it. Ooh, when the, the plants were coming out of her arm, I was, oh, I couldn't do, I can't do were, that stuff. You were convulsing. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, you were. I really you? hate that. Were your I insides hate, moving like I snakes? I, I, I could handle the cut and the snake intestines could, and all I, the other gross stuff. Nope, I the, couldn't handle the plants the, coming the, out the of her arm. The cut is what I couldn't handle. All yeah. my years on the internet just doesn't phase me anymore. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Aaron, what what what's your rating? Well, it's kind of a mixed bag with me because, like I said, there are parts that I really didn't like. There are parts I liked. Uh, I think I liked it more than Matt. Um, I th- originally getting out of the theater, I I gave it Ben's rating six point five or so. I'm gonna bump it up to a seven after that good little discussion. Give mm-hmm. it a seven. Interesting. Yeah, I recommend it. Wesley. 
Well, I have to say my favorite Shut scene up, in the entire thing was when Ventress turned the boat around and flew it through the bear at light speed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it changed, everything, the it changed everything in the universe. Changed, yeah. Why didn't they do that before? Yeah. I mean, now instead <laughs> of bubbles, Could she have told it's... them about her plan a little earlier? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> could she have told him about the cancer? Um, <laughs> but that I thought the pink hair was a little enough, much. Interestingly enough, I don't understand why Lena didn't tell them that her husband was king. That that she didn't want life to interfere with work. I don't. But you understand. know what? I, and here's why. That's. It was self-destructive. It was self-destructive. Yeah. It, it, See, exactly. No, no, everything but, does. It but, doesn't matter if anything no, makes sense. But it, it is. Who cares? It is. It is something. Some, some, no, no. It is. It does make sense. And here's why. And it just. And it. This is when you try. Look, when you when you try to control every little thing about things it in a relationship. Your face. This is a relationship. Part of the relationship more uh, metaphor. If you try to control everything, little thing about that, um, it it's gonna blow up. You mean if Agreed. she was honest to begin with. It would have been better. It would have made sense, but then it it it, it, it reared its ugly head with bad ramifications. So if you're controlling in a relationship, that's what would happen. Is that our new catchphrase? Instead of a movie being about the environment, it's about self destruction. Yeah, it's going to change one. going forward. Annihilation from here it's about on. About male hegemony. Right. That's uh, right. So <laughs> yeah, hegemony so, cricket. I didn't see him. <laughs> Good piece of wood too. Let your self-destruction be your guide. Wait, that was Mickey Mouse. Give a little whistle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let Wesley Uh, say his rating, please. So um, (laughs) I guess this, it it comes down to me, like this is just the type of thing that works for me. Like this is the type of movie that just lodges itself Mm. in my head and says, this is, you know, it does it for me, I guess. Um, So I give this a solid uh, nine out of 10. Mm. Um, oh. And I highly recommend it for more reasons than than previously stated that just I just want the message to get through to let artists do their thing. Mm. Um, and you also get to see Natalie Except for Portman's Tim Burton, bear back. don't have too much control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I don't know if you guys read this, but like they fought and fought and fought um, against the studio trying to get them to have a big battle at the end with a group of aliens. <laughs> <laughs> That that's what? what they wanted. Paramount wanted like them to get that's to the, the lighthouse, and they wanted like a, a, like a gunfight with all the aliens and like a giant ship to take off and stuff. Abolish studios oh now! You know that reminds me. Of this that's so depressing. I have a little anecdote. That reminds me of the Superman Returns or Superman Lives story when Kevin Smith was writing the screenplay to it, and the spider. Well, no, it's even better than that. So the guy who is who, who who's in charge of all the. Superman, like he's still he's he's in charge of all the Warner Brothers stuff, so he still gets money. Like he's not like he's a producer. Exactly, I forget his name, but he's kind of like they're, they're they're crazy. They're all he used to be a hairdresser and all, all those things. But, he, but Kevin Smith's story, like he he wrote this stuff, and he, he, there's a part where Superman goes to the Fortress of Solitude to kind of like contemplate and stuff, and it's really actually interesting. And and he, as he's pitching this, you know, going over the script in the meeting with this producer, the producer goes, it's like you know, like Superman's. Superman's in the Fortress of Solitude for a long time. He's got to do something, right? Like, can he like fight a, a polar bear or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
That's what that's what we're dealing with, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, somebody like, throw a pie. Like, like, you're like, I'm not saying it's in the movie. You're like, why would he, why would Superman fight a polar bear? Like, why would he even need to fight a polar bear? Perhaps it was a kryptonite polar bear yeah. thing. <laughs> Get it, dude. You have no imagination. Green, green polar bear. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> my God. He needs to fight a polar bear. Studios have got to go. Well, yeah. So this, I, I'm very happy they fought against the alien battle. And yeah. next week we'll be doing Cowboys versus Aliens. Uh, another master. No, we're actually no, no, not no, going to no. do that. Can we not do Pacific Rim? No. We n- No, next week. So next week, um, as we one. wrap up, we're doing a big Ready Player One podcast. Oh, yes, I remember. Um, we're going to talk. Uh, we're, we have a guest. Uh, I'm not even going to say who it is. Um, Steven Yes, please. Wait. Oh, shoot. No. Crap. Up. Oh, now he's out. Um, I want to have a good conversation. No, we've got a we've got a really we've got a good guest. We've got a good uh, conversation around VR that we're gonna do, um, and then talk about the movie, which I already have strong opinions of, even before I've seen the movie because I've read the which book. Which is and, unhealthy. So yeah, if you Daniel. if you liked if you liked my negative opinions about. Uh, <laughs> This movie. Um, if you like the constant stream of hate, tune in. <laughs> if you are numbed by the thought of criticism, let me uh, <laughs> let me rekindle that flame for you. Um, <laughs> let me take that ice pack off you. But, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> look for our Ready Player One podcast uh, next week. Um, and thanks, Wesley, for joining us. Uh, this Thank you for as much me. as yeah, as much as I didn't. Uh, maybe not a, the biggest fan. I'm happy I saw the movie for sure. So I Man. didn't know if you were talking about the film or me right then. Are you are you are you are you running for Congress? <laughs> I am. <laughs> He's running. He's like, awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm happy about it. Is this your baby? Mm-hmm. Happy I saw mm-hmm. it. All right. All right. Until uh, next I, week. I feel like I should uh, do the plug. Don't no, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We're plugging live oh, game sharks. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got another thing. That's right. Ben and I are going live on Twitch doing our, our YouTube Game Sharks thing. And uh, we're, we're still trying to pick a day. I was thinking Friday night. There goes my fun. <laughs> I was thinking Friday night. Yeah. Okay. Whatever the gamers want. Yeah. Yeah. Watch our commentary. You can find us at twitch.tv slash twitch slash twitch slash Game Sharks Live. Slash remake. Did you pick the game yet or is it going to be a surprise? Um... It has to do with Jackie Chan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's listening. all I'll say. <laughs> the tuxedo. <laughs> the tuxedo, the game. <laughs> I wish. Jennifer Love Hewitt. All right. Game Sharks Friday. Player, ready Player One next Wednesday. Thanks for... <laughs> We've done this. Hashtag right. remake Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> I need to make a hit title end. slide for that. Hit end, please. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping the stream now. Bye.